Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this episode stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions. So don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com and leave us a question of your own. Here's today's question. Why does my partner cut me off all the time or finish my sentences or speak for me? I do that all the time. <laughs> I do so too, do I. but sometimes, sometimes it's an editing glitch when it's on the podcast because the tracks aren't lined oh. up. But <laughs> in real life, that. I do it too. <laughs> I, I, I am awesome. I, <laughs> if you heard that before it was fixed, that is what happens. Um, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> bad. I mean, I know I do, but really it is true. <laughs> and we, and we jump all over each other. I was listening to a podcast, um, not too long ago by a woman who was doing some research on this and she was researching speech patterns in different parts of the country. And what she was finding is speech patterns are super different in different locations, especially the pause between who finishes talking and who starts talking next, like on the West Coast, it's Wade Schiller, which makes sense. You West Coast people, <laughs> I'm not one of you, I, but love it. And apparently there's like a little two second pause between like someone stopping and then somebody jumping in and saying the next thing. But on the East Coast, it's not like that at all. On the East Coast, they're like, like right on top of each other. So it could be like a difference in like how your family system grew up or like how you show, I know why I do it. Cause my brain moves fast. Sometimes I don't contain it enough. And I'm super excited about what you're saying. Actually. There's two reasons I do it. Mm. One of them is because I want to prove that I'm really listening. Uh -huh. And that's like my not so healthy place. Uh -huh. So like there's a behavioral piece in there that I can work on. Mm -hmm. And the other piece, and, and this, like, I didn't know this until I was like reading and studying some of Bonnie Badenoch's work. And she started talking about this and my brain just went, whoa, that's, that's, that's it. Right. That actually, when we're really in resonance with other people, when we're really listening, 
the listener's brain actually gets there a step or two ahead of the speaker's brain. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, that blows my mind. (laughs) But totally. Well, and I just, yeah. It's interesting too, because like I do it in session on when I'm the therapist, by the way, not necessarily my own set, my, my, as the client, but I do it. And my clients really do appreciate it and love it. And it's that exact resonance, Rebecca, like they get it. And it shows I'm understand what they're saying. It doesn't seem to go over as well with my husband. <laughs> well, it, it, I my get, clients love it. My husband does not. I so completely, there's my dilemma. I completely get where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. I am interrupting him and I get why that makes him feel unheard. <laughs> Sometimes it's because my brain is like in that resonance space that you're talking about Rebecca. And I think that's absolutely true. And sometimes it's because I'm doing the thing I know to do to show that I'm excited about something because in my family growing up and it's probably why the East coast felt like home to me, even though I actually moved a ton as a kid, I didn't have a home base, but when I lived in New York city, I was like, Oh yeah, these are my people. (laughs) They're like, yeah, yeah. Get to the point. Let's go. (laughs) I'm like, yes, I talk like that. And they talk like that. And it's actually just a show of excitement and delight. And so it's really, that's a really difficult space, a frictiony space for us, because in my attempting to show delight in my natural way, I end up hurting him or making him feel like unheard or like, I don't care about what he's saying, or it's not important to me. And that's not true. And so I get where, I get where that natural um, speed and rhythm in my speech can get us into trouble and make him feel like he doesn't, his voice isn't as important or doesn't matter to me, which couldn't be further from the truth. So I'm trying really hard not to do it, but God, I'm terrible. Oh, well, you're not alone. I mean, I'm so there with you. It's it's often the thing that my, my partner and I are like, in a bind around because mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I'm like, but I'm, I'm so here with you. I'm so listening. And he's like, but you're not letting me speak. And totally. you're, you're totally like, you know, <laughs> I feel so dismissed is, you know, and so I get yeah. there's, there's two edges there because there's this one side where <sighs> I am in resonance and I do get it. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other side where behaviorally there's a piece that I have to turn around and look at there mm-hmm. because he doesn't experience that as resonance. Exactly. If I keep behaving that way. Exactly. And, and the last thing in the world I want to do is communicate to him that I don't care what he's saying. Cause all I want him to do is talk more actually. And so I get how <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Honey, if you're listening to this, I love you and I love your voice. Um, um, so, yeah, um, I want to look at that behavior and attempt to stop it. And like, you know, practice makes slightly better, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I'm getting right. better, but I can tell it's not even close to where I want it to be, but the level of mindfulness I have to use to do it. Oof. So it could be your partner cuts you off all the time. Cause that's the rhythm of speech difference. Could be that their brain is a little bit faster electrically so people who have really fast electricity i don't have that do i maybe a little bit (laughs) um have a tendency to process what's about to happen kind of a little bit ahead of where some other people are doing it um so it could be that difference it could be because they're really bad at listening 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally possible. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, think, I think is how mine takes it. That mm-hmm. I'm not listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's understandable. So when it, one thing to do, if you're in a space where you're feeling like this is happening to you, um, I would be really curious with your partner about what is happening underneath that. If it's actually like that, you don't matter or whatever, but also communicate the pain part Hmm. so that they can choose to try to do it differently, even though, sorry, I'm so bad. (laughs) Well, I, I think that there's also a lot of compassion and space here that we want to create for that observing mind to come back mm-hmm, online, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. For both of us, for both, for both partners in this mm-hmm. type of situation, because whether we're the partner that's cutting off our partner or we're the partner that's being cut off and it doesn't feel good from either place, right? Like to notice mm-hmm. like, oh, what's happening right there? I know one of the best things that I can do in my relationship when I cut my partner off, cause I do it mm-hmm. is to go, oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I see what I just mm-hmm. did there. I just mm-hmm. did that mm-hmm. thing again. Right. Mm-hmm. And so my noticing it before he has a chance to go into his reaction is mm-hmm. a huge piece of how I can help to repair those ruptures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But I can't always get ahead of them that I don't do them. <laughs> <laughs> that Amen, doesn't system. <laughs> Um you know what else I was thinking is if it's a real issue where you guys have super different patterns of communication, you could actually set up listening spaces. This mm-hmm. just like came mm-hmm. to me in this moment is you could actually set up conversations where you're, you're having some intention around a, maybe there's one of you who speaks more. Maybe there's one of you who interrupts more. Maybe you just do it equally to each other. That's totally possible. Um, but that person is in the listener seat and does not say anything at all until cued to. Like old school talking stick. It's stuff. like old yeah, school talking yeah. stick. So yeah. you could basically set up a talking stick exercise. Did we just do it to each other right there with the talking stick? I think a little bit, probably. I don't know. We, we, we are all, we, all the time. We yeah. are all interrupters. And so we tend to jump <laughs> on top of each other. And, and honestly, for us, it comes from delight and excitement yes. and deep listening, but that doesn't right. mean it lands like that for everybody. So for me, when somebody interrupts me, it doesn't feel bad. It feels like, yeah, it's, yes, you get it's, it. it's that moment of connection. And like, we're, mm-hmm. we're in that together. We're having a conversation. We're there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, my conversation, I mean, I grew up in California, but my conversation style is, well, unless it's in a group, it absolutely is. Jules, like, I don't jump in. You're absolutely right. And then one-on-one, I'm more like that with the excitement. And Gabe grew up here, but he's more not talking over people. So we have Mm -hmm. it backwards. You have an opposite of you. We do. Right. And I, I grew up here in New York. And I remember there was a summer when I was in college that I spent out in California. And I, was it Jamba Juice? Is that what was out yes. there? So I, <laughs> I went to a Jamba Juice one day and the guy at the counter is like, oh, you're from New York. Well, and I don't, it was just how I ordered the freaking juice. Like there was nothing else that I wasn't like, but he just knew. And I'm guessing it had to do with my speech pattern. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Cause you don't That's have a heavy funny. accent. No, but, I was just, but your that. speech pattern is very East coast. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what that means. That's Can I talk fast right. and, and direct? There's also like, a, <laughs> you know, Yeah. Yeah. Direct, it's just true. Though? Am I direct? Because I think I am too, but I'm from California. So I guess I'm not supposed to be. Well, you have been in Boston a long time. I have been 17 years. I <laughs> yeah. have been. That is, that is very there true. There is that. So I don't know. I'm a blend. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm an American mutt. I don't come from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you have all those speech tiles inside of you. Exactly. So if this is bugging you, make some space to have a conversation about it. Strike when the iron is cold. (laughs) That's a great quote. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care of each other best you can, guys. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at our boot camp. You'll find the next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you could ask us your question? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.